the best in this sport. Whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Welcome in, welcome in, Georgia Players Section live tonight here with Tavares King, no Sean Marino, here on the UGA Sports YouTube channel. Cheers, my fellas. Yes, and uh, guys, I'm, I'm excited about this episode. Last week, started off with a uh, big-time guest with Todd Gurley tonight. It's going to be us. We're going to kind of gonna do a format where we try to have a, a guest every other week. So we'll have something cooked up for you with a guest um, next week. But listen, we're going to be doing uh, the, the Lord's work over here for Georgia fans this week. We're going to be looking looking ahead, you know, because that, that – that national championships already come and gone for a lot of these people. They're already thinking about can Georgia three peat. Uh, so, and I know that that we've been kind of digging into it this week uh, about Georgia's offense. So, first of all, man, TK, uh, no, Sean, you you don't know this, TK. I was I was talking to him last night. I was asking him. Should I go? I'm, I'm trying to up my shoe game. Okay. I'm trying, I'm trying to up my shoe game a little bit. And I asked him if I should go with the Jordan 1 mids or the Jordan 1 lows on there. So before we let TK tell you what he told us, what would you go with? Would you go with the Jordan 1 mids or would you go with the lows? What, what are you rocking over there? Me? Yeah. Uh, uh, shoot. You know what? I ain't going to even lie. I don't even be knowing the numbers like that. I don't even well, know numbers like that. You're wearing some J's. Are you going with the low-cut J's or the mid-cut J's? It's going to be low-cut. Okay. That's what TK told me. And, and my, my wife over there, Jordan's like, I told you TK was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, look. I mean, y'all can go check. Y'all can go check the gram. You can go check anything. The boy be clean. I'll be clean. So, so uh, I'm, I'm going to point you in the right direction in the fashion in the fashion Absolutely. room. But yeah, sauce. You was right with the low with the low game. Y'all see Blaine came in here with the button up today. Look, he didn't tell us we was going to have to switch the t- switch the attire up. Listen, I told him I told him uh I is straight from work over here. Look at the hurdle, the Woo! hurdle out over there. We, we selling those? Hey. <laughs> I mean, we could. We'll We'll get something uh, something going over here. Drop where lots of people watching right now. Drop where you're watching from uh, in the comments. Let us know. Also, any questions you guys have as we're talking through the 2023 Georgia Bulldog offense look ahead here, the preview of Georgia's offense in 2023. Any questions you have, anything you want us to address, let us know. But uh, TK, um, Sean, and myself have kind of, dove into looking at the guys that are going to be coming onto the roster or already on the roster for Georgia in 2023 offensively. And uh, we are excited to be breaking it down for you. We got Eric Odom from Macon, Georgia in here watching. And of course, I know we got our man, Andy Stowe. He said, uh, let's do it ready for number three. Andy's ready for that, that three Pete uh, over there is what he, what he's looking for. Rep Womack in with, he said he's ready for dues. He's talking about, Deuce Robinson, uh, uh, 2023, that didn't even uh, technically committed to Georgia. It looks like it's trending that way. So, uh, and if you're too many Robinsons, man, it's a yeah, there's a, be like Swiss Family yeah. Robinson over here. What's going on? You know, like Branson uh, Robinson, a lot of Branson, Robinsons. Branson yeah. Roderick could be Deuce. Uh, so a lot of lot of Robinsons could be in 
in store for Georgia in 2023. But TK, no, Sean, I wanted to get your guys' opinion. Of course, uh, we, we would be remiss if we didn't kind of look back uh, and we're going to have a few, some future segments, you know, coming up. And no, Sean, this may fit into uh, to the good, a uh, future no Sean notes segment when we go in there. But I heard a little, a uh, little scuttle today on the on ESPN. Mel Kiper, you know, <laughs> NFL draft guru, said he thinks old Stetson oh, yeah. Bennett can go as high as the third round. I mean, my well, I goodness! That I, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Carter. Hold on, no, he, yeah, That's he it. had them two boys up that's gonna go up there, but I did see the uh, I did see the stat going may, may go third round who? as early as the third. Nobody, guess what? There has not been, guess who the last Georgia quarterback to go in the top three rounds was? Staff Matthew Stafford, who you played with, no Sean. So, uh, Stetson Bennett, and and there has not been a there has not been a Manning Award winner. Uh, Stetson Bennett also won the Manning Award recently from you know the Manning family and the Sugar Bowl hands that out every year. They take into account postseason play as well as what Archie Manning said, and that's why Stetson won it. But there has not been a Manning Award winner slip past the third round. So, uh, what's that's your thought? Interesting to me. I'll start. No, what's your thoughts? Let me just jump in. <laughs> I mean, third round. I mean. He accomplished a lot in college, man. Can't that take that from him? Okay, because uh, I'm now I'm starting to think about Tebow. What round Tebow? Go? He went third, second. Was it? I feel like he was first. Tebow was in the first round. He got drafted See? in the first round. Oh my goodness. Oh man, third. I mean, I guess I could I could kind of put him there. I'm just thinking about Tebow because we all knew that he couldn't throw the rock. He was just well accomplished in college and know that he was gonna get the job done. Like, I don't know what Josh was thinking about, but all right, Josh. Josh McDaniels, that is. Um, but I would I give, I'll go down to even five, four, five, you know what I mean? Third? But, no, I mean, not we'll third. Overall, third round. No, no, I, I know. I'm thinking fifth round. I'm oh, thinking fifth fourth round. round. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Third round is kind of early, but maybe they're just looking at the body of work that he did in college, and you can't take that away from him. All right, and TK, what's your what's your thoughts on it? I mean, I I I agree with it, honestly. Like the body of work, no sign you just missing the body of work that he put in uh goes a long way, number one. And then two, you got on that list, it was four quarterbacks that went before him uh mm -hmm. in the first round. Um so, so he's like there's gonna the be some guys, there's gonna be some guys taken off the board. So I could see that happening, um, for sure. I mean, he he's a guy that I see um Playing a long time because because of the cognitive ability, um, because Could it of, be a backup. Oh yeah, Chase Daniel style. Um, yeah, and Chase Daniel made a Daniel. lot. Chase Daniel has made a a crap ton of money, bro. Um, Who <laughs> With with very few snaps, but he he's a reliable cat. He's a reliable guy that knows the the, the game, that knows um, you know hmm. certain offenses. And I see, I could see Stetson coming into a to a, a place. Picking up an offense, um, you know, learning the ins and outs of it, and just being that guy. And and if he gets a chance, shit, who knows? Except for Georgia folks, we know. I'm, yeah, see, I, I know he can. He plays any balls. I'm just more thinking about the physical 
uh, attributes of them. You know what I mean? Like how I, I would love because they're gonna invite him to the combine. They have to. I want to see how he's zipping that ball, a NFL ball around. You know, in that well, combine. Well, if we if we're gonna go back like that, then let's let's do a comparison. Let's let's. What is what is Drew Brees? And that's high praise. Hell yes, that's high high praise. What does Drew Brees have that set like from a, you know, just side by side? Stetson probably has a little bit more because he could do a little <laughs> bit with his legs. Is what exactly. I'm saying. If I would say what in that um in that instant, but I feel like Brees had that arm though, though too though. Brees for real had that arm out there. True. Yeah, he, well, people are gonna. Mel Kiper even said it today. He said, "Hey, anybody that's six foot." tall or less and accurate we're going to uh compare them to to drew Brees. that's pretty much how how it's going to be <laughs> compared and then rightfully or not people are going to compare bryce young to you know like russell wilson or something but they're mm-hmm. two totally different quarterbacks it's just it's just how they it's just how people like to typecast things and stuff like that it's crazy um but here's the thing chris rock says on here he says uh if I compare Bryce Young to Stetson, I see similar height. Both are elusive. Both right. are similar, uh, similarly right. accurate. Both are both arm strength. No. One is now that's the separator. Yeah, uh, Bryce, that's what's going to separate. Stetson's got a strong. I I I don't think that the the argument that Stetson has a, you know, there was a comment out there one time that Stetson had a pop gun arm or something like that. Listen, mm-hmm. I think I think Stetson's got plenty of strong arm. We've seen him lay it out there in in games, but Bryce has that kind of arm that. It looks like it's looks just a, it's, like it's just a little flick. It's just a little <laughs> flick, and then it's it's out of there. You know, like it just comes a out. Quick release comes out hot. It comes out hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but but over there, uh, listen, I, I I think everybody's excited to see where Stetson will go in the NFL. He certainly acquitted himself quite well towards the end of his Georgia Bulldog career. And uh, listen, you can't argue with the results. So. Here we go. Let's uh, let's tell everybody if you're just tuning in. This is Georgia Players Section with Tavares and Noshan. Listen, you see the SEC here in the name. It's because we we not only talk Georgia football on here, we also talk about everything else around the SEC. And tonight, uh, what we're doing is we're going to be previewing the 2023 Georgia offense and also the challenges that each position group may face on the 2023 schedule with SEC defenses they're going to come up against. Because, uh, listen, we're not going to sugarcoat anything. Georgia should absolutely run through their their non-conference this year with that Oklahoma game getting uh, getting you know tossed out because the SEC made them and having to replace it with Ball State. But you know, guys, we talked about before. Ironically, the one of the toughest games Georgia had all year was Kent State. Nobody expected that, so you can't take any game for granted. But my goodness, uh, what's your guys' thoughts without? diving right into the specifics what's your guys thoughts on you know replacing Stetson Bennett some offensive linemen this Georgia offense in 2023 just on surface level uh yeah just surface obviously gotta gotta replace Stetson so the quarterback battle is gonna be huge gotta see what's happening there um OL um definitely definitely some some major major places to field that we all know it starts up front and then out wide for me, I mean, obviously losing losing AD is big, um, huge. Kiaris played a big role as well, so I, I think I think some guys are going to have to emerge. Um, I think there'll be a little competition there for sure, but but uh, yeah, I think I think um, 
I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be an interesting year. I think there's gonna be a lot of competition going on this spring for sure. No, Sean. It seems like uh, this is the first year where Georgia still has. They have a lot of experience coming back, but excited mm-hmm. to see these these youngins coming in too. Uh, a lot of talent coming in over here, offensive skill wise. Yeah, exactly. Just the same thing with TK, man. Um, I'm really gonna be watching that that quarterback battle very closely because, I mean, they're all very young. They all don't have experience. So yeah, they get bits and pieces of scraps at the end of the games when we're up big, but that ain't the real deal, Holyfield. So, <laughs> gonna be watching that battle to see where that goes. Even the running back battle. All around, um, I think that we have a lot of holes that we have to fill, but we have some real decent players that even didn't get a lot of time last year or some new guys coming in. So um, excited to see it and uh, excited to see if this defense can, uh, you know, fill those big boys that's going to be on the other side of the ball as well. So we'll see. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we'll do is we will – Start with TK here. TK, you really, as a former Georgia wide receiver, and hey, we got to mention too now, second, l- listen, Brock Bowers was making TK, I think, a little bit nervous in that uh, in that TCU game because he kept racking up yards and he was getting close to that season mark that TK had. TK, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Tavares has the second highest output by any receiver in a single season in Georgia history, 950 yards, just shy of that 1,000 mark. Mm. So a guy that's well qualified – to know what uh, you know, what you're looking at, and you also still train wide receivers, do some coaching. So you really dove into this wide receiver group. TK, tell us from uh, you know former Georgia receiver, NFL receiver, and current coach, what do you see out of this group that's coming uh, coming back for Georgia and coming in in the 2023 season? Man, it's a real, really, really strong group. I do like that we've had we've got like four, five guys that have played significant snaps um and lad and and Deni- and dylan bell rosemary jack jack saint um <clears throat> as well as arian um so i i love that um I, but i want to dive into you know the, spe- the specifics a little bit about you know each of those cats um as i mentioned earlier i, I definitely for sure think it's going to be a going to be a receiver competition um after this cat um i think Hear me out. I think Lad, other than a three-game skid, I think that he proved that he he's more he's more than the number two receiver. Um, I think that you know that three-game skid is going to help him, as it did you know throughout the year. But I think that he the way that he dealt with that with that adversity is only going to you know help him emerge uh, as a leader of that group, and that's what he is. Um, I mentioned Rosemary Jack saying, I think getting him back is huge. I think losing AD and him his return uh, is 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 just monstrous. Um, he made hella plays. He made hella plays for us uh, on third down. I think he's a big body that that can go up and get that thing in the red zone. Um, I think he's another. He, I think he's one of those guys that's going to be in that in that competition. Um, you know, to see who's going to be the other side of Lad because Lad is a dude. Let me backpedal and go back to Lad. It ain't he, – he, he's got vision. He can run the intermediate routes, and he can take the top off the defense. And it's not that, oh, the white boy just snuck by me. It ain't one of them, oh, he oh he, he snuck me. It's not one of those because we've <laughs> seen – it's not one of those. It's not. It's not I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, Jim, that lad donkey, he's, he's sneaky athletic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, no, he, he'll, get, he'll get by you in a hurry. 
Yeah, it, it's definitely not one of those. And I know it's not one of those because you can turn on the tape and you can see it time and time and time and time and time again. So, T, again, that's only one guy, though, right? I mean, we don't got no more experience besides him, though. Uh, well, he you got you got you got Rosemary Jack, and then I was and I was getting to Arian Smith, who I, who I think, who I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, he okay. bro, Rosemary made a couple plays, a couple plays for us. That was big. That Tennessee sure. catch in the end zone, Huge. going up and coming down with one foot. I mean, Huge. unreal. Huge play. So you know, so you see it. You see the gifts. You see the ability there. Arian Smith, obviously, we've seen what yeah, like Aaron, yeah, yeah. yeah we've seen with this kid. Boy, come on now. That was the next word that was about to be out my mouth. Hey, hey, look. Hey, look. Look here, boy. Hey, speed kills, man. It's something you can't coach. It's something you can't teach. And and he has it, bro. So what I would love to see from him is for him to develop like a more of an intermediate route game. Because if you can imagine getting this cat on, on drags and meshes and getting the ball in his hand early and having him turn up the sideline, it's just a, it's just a 60, 60, uh, indoor 60, outdoor 60 meter. But man, what it, uh, he's special. You got Anthony Evans and Tyler Williams, two kids coming in that I think are going to be super, super gifted. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Williams, I'm, a, I'm on the phone with Blaine. Blaine talking about, speak to this. You talking about, you think he could be the X receiver. I mean, he, that he, he's going to play X and you know, you got Rosemary Jackson, who's going to be He's going to be the start next. I mean, just because he's been there, he knows the offense mm-hmm. and things like that. Was Rosemary Jackson, but you need depth behind him. Listen, we all know what's going on with Rod Rod Thomas, and we're not even going to speak on that because that's that's in the legal matter, and who knows what will happen there. But behind him, there is absolute there's talent, but there's no experience. Like yeah. Jackson Meeks, he's been in the system, hadn't really played yeah. a ton. But listen, he's been around and been there. Denial on Morissette, he was hurt most of the year last year. So here comes Tyler Williams, who's six foot two, six foot three, uh, is more has more wiggle than you think, too. They used him on tunnel screens and things like that at Lakeland. But he is a big body that can go up and use his body to keep the ball away from defenders. And TK is an ex-receiver. When when the quarterback, you know, looks out there and gives you the the you can't see me, the John Cena over there. Love it. You're running the nine. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be able, you gotta be able to use your body, stack him, and and make, be able to catch it over that outside shoulder. And I think Tyler Williams will be able to do that. Yeah, hundred percent. And no, Sean, I didn't mention this cat, Dominic. Love it. We got a Mizzou guy. You need to get his jersey. Right, right. You got to get his jersey. Whatever number he is, you got to get his jersey. Because he you balled know, out we, over there. We, we know how you like the Mizzou cats, but yeah, he did ball, bro. He he um. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna be special for us. You talk about an X receiver. I think he can be. He could be that. He could play that role. Um, watching that tape, he was always open, always, always open. Like I'm like, I had to scroll it back. Like, how does Cat get that open? So, mm-hmm. um, I think Todd Munkin is gonna have another weapon in him to utilize and to do some special things with. Um, so, so I'm interested to see him get I the ball in his hand it. early like on a rack situation because he's one of those mm-hmm. cats that could take a slant, you know, 60. So, I mean, I think we got some pieces, bro, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, those pieces come together during the spring. And I got one for y'all out here. My, hey, my people, hear me out. Hear me out. The kid's special. I know he probably ain't, you know, coming over to the good side, but he's this special. You cut the tape on his high school tape. You cut his tape on, he's that dude. Smoke buoy. Could come yeah. over there and get active as a receiver. All right, what well, say it with your chest now? Smoke Tell- buoy. 
Let it in the Kirby. Look into the camera and tell Kirby what you want. What you want, TK? Man, I can see. Listen, Kirby, I can see Smoke Bowie coming over. You know, catching the tunnel screen. You know, doing doing some little Champ Bailey stuff. I saw some film with Champ Bailey Definitely on YouTube. I, yeah, I saw some film with Champ Bailey on YouTube being utilized versus versus. And you saw that firsthand. So you, hey. Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. Now, definitely a lot of talent over there for sure, but it's not the, those big game experience plays. Maybe here and there, but just not many. That's all I was saying. But a lot of talent. I agree. I yeah, agree. it's 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 a uh, it's gonna be interesting, bro. We've we've got pieces, but but to 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 go back to what I was saying, competition, 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 and 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 that's what it's gonna be all spring, um, and. Hell, that's that's what Kirby preaches. That's what we that's what we thrive on. That's what we that's what we love. So I think it's gonna. I think it's. I think that group. You've got a solid, solid eight guys right there um, mm-hmm. that could go. So I, I think that group's gonna gel and emerge, and we'll see. We'll we'll see, man. We'll see who comes out as that X receiver, and see who comes out. You know, as a true number one. <clears throat> No, Sean, uh, you know, we talk all the time about, okay, well, that's what Georgia has at receiver. Uh, I messaged you earlier today and gave you a little good news. For those of you who don't know, No, Sean's like second team, his pseudo team that he like kind of fell in love with this past, uh, past year was the, was the Missouri Tigers. He was he, he he kept telling people all before the year, he's like, listen, Missouri just put a lot of people problems, and I'll be dang if they didn't come in there and, uh, and, and Georgia almost lose to them up there. But, No, Sean, I, I told you, they're returning 10 – they're returning 10 starters – 10 starters that are going to be seniors, okay? They're going to have mm-hmm. 10 seniors starting on that defense over there. So, I think that secondary – and the one that's not a senior is Enos Rakestraw uh, back on the back end. He's a junior. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that's a that's a team that you got to look at that can be really good defensively and that may give – now, they're at home. Georgia gets them at home, but that could be a, that could be a struggle in the passing game. Right, yeah, I mean – when I looked at Missouri before the season started, before the season began, I was just looking at I was like, bro, yeah, they were getting blown out. Yeah, they were, you know, they weren't winning many games, but they were getting that young experience early. And I was like, bro, all right, now they're all coming back as juniors. They got that experience of, you know, getting smacked around a little bit. Let's see how they come out now. Boom, we saw how Missouri played this whole season. They were never they, – they played really, really hard. They played up to their competition. Um, so, yeah, Blaine, same thing for this year. Now those – same guys, now they're seniors. You know, I mean, going into the senior year, you know, I'm thinking about a lot of those guys are on their corners, at their corners that have a lot of that game experience. I'm thinking of Jalen Charlies right now, one of the guys that he's a corner, DB, um, and he got the most tackles on their team, you know what I mean, it, it, which is crazy, you know what I mean? So he got that game experience. So it's going to be interesting to see. We talked about the wide receiver leaving. Love it. Um, so that's definitely going to hurt Brady, Brady Cook, I feel like, you know what I mean? Because that was his his main piece, you know what I mean? He, was, he almost hit but, that thousand yard mark. So, but we know that, but we know they're yeah, defensively, hurt. defensively, that is like that. I think that's one of the bigger challenges. Now, listen, everybody's already poking fun at, at, at you know, Georgia doesn't play anybody in 2023 and stuff like that, yeah. but defensively, I'm just we're just comparing units, okay? Georgia's wide receivers going to be very talented. They're going to be very fast. Listen, TK, yeah. no Sean, if Georgia was putting together a 10 by uh, a 4 by 100 team, <laughs> a 4 by 100 team, they could throw out Anthony Evans and CJ Smith and Arian Smith 
all three of them run a 10-2 or under in the 100-meter dash, can absolutely fly. And Yazid Haynes is a freshman coming in from uh, Pennsylvania. He runs a laser-timed 4-3-9-40. I mean, my goodness. It's, uh, it's just – it's just speed galore, and that's not even some of the guys who are going to be more of the technicians in there too. But uh, no, I, I think it's I think the wide receiver group is going to be deep. But to your point, O'Shawn, the, the experience there there's no substitute for experience, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be it's got to be gathered and stuff like that. But uh, I do think that's that's going to be a talented group. Um, now, yes, O'Shawn, sure. you you dove into the to the running backs. Uh, of course, Ken, everybody knows Kendall Milton and Dejan Edwards coming back, but mm-hmm. may have saw a little glimpse of something, something in that national championship game there at the end with old twenty-two uh, Branson Robinson doing the same. What did you? What do you think about the the running backs in twenty twenty-three? Yeah, man, um, we all know that Kenny Mack was that guy last year. I mean, a guy that almost got to that thousand mark uh, threshold in, in yards rushing, but he didn't. Not only just do that, bro, he had five hundred plus receiving you know what i mean he was that threat threat um that back that can threat threaten you with the with the pass in the passing game and with yeah. his hands you know what i mean and i didn't really see much of that from from Dijon um and and Kendall Millen you know what i mean last year they didn't really threaten the defense with their hands you know what i mean so i definitely want to see those guys you know develop that i'm not saying they can't do it but we just didn't see a lot of it um, Kenny Mack was Tim, out. Collins, Tim Collins is asking you right there. He said, Do we have a running back that will be able to catch like Kenny Mack? No, listen, I, I don't exactly. know that anybody can catch like Kenny Mack. He's, he's talented, uh-huh. dude. he's special, man. Yeah, as I'm saying, 500 yards plus, you know, receiving. Um, so he he posed a really big threat for out for, for defenses, you know, I mean, that they had to now not only keep their eye on all the receivers, all the tight ends we have, now we can threaten you with that back too out the backfield. So losing him is a is a big uh, void that we have to fill. I got to see if those guys can do it. But they were able to run the ball pretty well when they got their chance. You know, Edwards, you know, he got up there in the 700 mark, and he was averaging 5.5, I think, uh, yards. So that's not bad, tough. man. So he's taking advantage. Yeah, tough, tough, tough like yard, him. tough little joker. I like him. Uh, I definitely want to see him run a little tougher through those uh, between the tackles, though. We know he got that speed, and yeah, he can get up in there. But I want to see him smacking and getting up in there. You know what I mean? Getting the extra two or three yards and continue to do those things. And then Kenny Mack, I mean, excuse me, Kendall Millen. Um, you know, I really should be saying that about him because he needs to be using that size and really be showing like, yo, y'all, y'all going to be paying if y'all come in here and want to tackle me. Um, and so he had a decent season as well. Um, seven, Bang, seven banged up a little, carry. right? Yeah, banged up a little bit. Didn't get. Sorry, I heard someone outside my house. You heard that? Yeah, you got some music got going. going yeah, a little party going on over there. But uh, now listen, I don't like I that, think- man. Got to go to the closet real quick. You know what's in that closet? Ah! Anyway, uh, <laughs> let me get back to the backs. But bro, we talked about the wide receivers. All right, cool. It's it's Amazon. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> Amazon uh, playing some wild now, though. Hey, Amazon yeah, playing yeah. with fire, ain't they? Yeah, seriously, my fault. So look, um, yeah, and then Branson, like we talked like about the competition. Yeah, yeah, no, we talked about competition at the wide receiver and all this talent coming in, bro. Branson showed that he's ready for that big that the big stage. He came in in that championship, got his tugs. 
And uh, throughout the season, when he got his shot, he got he went in there and did his thing on less carries than Milton and, and Edwards. You know what I mean? And um, averaged like four point something yards per carry, but that's because his touches wasn't that many. You know what I mean? So that competition um, from the back end is going to be huge for us. And then you got a young guy like like Roderick um, Robinson coming in, another young cat that can run the rock. Um, <laughs> and he shows he got a lot of speed. You no know, Sean time. Bro. High standards. He Listen, said, no, bro. No, no shot it's is hard. <laughs> they, 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 they do say it's RBU. I mean, and exactly, man. You gotta go over there and compete. And that, well, I think about my days too. I came in, I redshirted my my freshman year. We had Thomas Brown, uh, oh. Craig Lumpkin, Danny Ware, right? All juniors at the time. I get in there. I redshirt that year. Um, Danny leaves. And then it's really um, me and Thomas Brown, me and TB. But now you're talking about a young cat that gets, goes in there and takes advantage of his opportunity and becomes the starter. That can easily happen with Branson because sh he's shown that he's able to carry the load. He could run hard. And he can easily take that position from those other two guys if he have a great um, uh, spring, spring practice and spring um, training. So – I feel like this competition for the running backs is going to be a huge, and it's going to be a plus. And I can't wait to see who comes out ahead because it could easily be a Branson Robson, honestly. Yeah. No, Sean, Chris Taylor, Chris, Chris Taylor, CT has a question for you. He says, uh, No, Sean, is running back a position where incoming freshmen can come in and contribute immediately, or are they coming in and, and waiting their turn? Uh, you, you talked about your experience, but why exactly. is that a lot of time? Tell people, tell people why maybe it takes – it's more than just running the ball. What else is involved at, at running back to, to maybe get to where you can play? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of factors that come into it. Um, the physical nature of this league, of the SEC, I mean, that definitely plays a factor. But if you're getting recruited by Georgia, they know that you can probably get out there and compete and you can – withstand all that physical nature of the sec um and well then yeah, and more blitz, blitz yeah, pick up yeah. probably like blitz, blitz pick up. up for sure <laughs> big piss is a huge thing and being able to catch that rock i mean i gotta talk about it a running back that's not able just to run the raw i mean we could all run the rock you gotta be able to catch that thing and yeah uh blitz pickup um we worked on that every day that was a big thing we got it we had to protect uh stafford you know what i mean so it's like bro we ain't let him get hit so we 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 did that with Coach uh, Coach Ball every day, and we prided ourselves in that. <laughs> you know, we bouncing. You know, we, we bouncing. bouncing out of it. Bounce. We bouncing. But for, in, in my instance, in my um, scenario, in my case, just like in the Branson's case, it seems like he had guys in front of him that were able to get the job done. They were older classmen, yeah. and they have to burn his 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 you know his pressure or whatever he had they had to use him that year he yeah. came in and had his little, little little runs and here and there but they had to use him like they needed to now they're gonna use him so I yeah, wouldn't be no. shocked if he he the starter honestly yeah Greg uh Greg Goose says uh what what are the thoughts on Andrew Paul uh wanting to see what he can do coming off injury Listen, there were there were rave reports about Andrew Paul, what he was doing in camp, but uh, as a true freshman last year before he tore his ACL. But mm -hmm. guys, I mean, you've had you you know, John, you've had knee injury, and 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 you know the what you know y'all have known several guys that have had them. It just yeah. it's getting that confidence back in that knee. That's that that's the issue. But he's a talented young man. Yeah, definitely talented. And like you said, man, I mean, the knee thing is. 
it's definitely something to come back from. And then you got the other guys in that room that's continuing to get better and continue to show progress. So it's, it makes your, your journey tough. So, but that's what, that's the nature of the competition and nature of the game. Um, and I, I believe he'll battle back and he'll get his opportunities. And that's the thing. Once you get that opportunity, you got to make something of it. And, and we, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Roderick Robinson, who's like, Six foot two, two hundred. Before I got cut off, I was talking about Roger. Go ahead, Derrick Henry Jr. Yeah, I like him too. But you know what was so surprising about him is that he shows that speed. He's surprisingly fast. I saw one time that he, you know, he hit the sideline and the the safety took a mean angle. I'm talking about a mean one. I was like, man, that was a mean (laughs) angle, and he he ran by him. I was like, wow, that's surprisingly fast. You talking about he's coming downhill at him and he's still over. No, he was gone, and it kind of reminds me. You know, I would have liked to have seen um, him run some people over. You know, show that that toughness. Um, and make someone miss with the juke move, but it kind of reminded me of my high school tape. Um, even though I did show a little, little, ah, ah, little juke here and there, it was like I didn't really need to do it. It was like getting to the open spot. I'm, you're gonna bounce off me. I'm gonna hit you with a stiff, and I'm gonna be gone. So uh, I'll be interested to see if he got that wiggle, like like I would like to see from a running back. But everything else, all the other attributes, uh, hold up. But listen, you've taught you taught a bunch about running backs. Listen, we're going to have some things in this show that are going to become a regular part of it, okay? And one of them is going to be we're going to make some predictions here and we're going to stand on them with our two feet, okay? So we're going to, we're going to stand on these predictions Always with two feet. Ten toes down. Yeah, ten toes down. So it's time for a little dos zapatos. Son. She don't want that. She don't want that two-footed bad boy. She don't want that dos zapatos animal. You know what I'm saying? Listen, those Zapatos prediction, two feet on it right here. Ooh, I'm telling you, Branson Robinson is going to be the number one back before it's all oh, over with. It. And he's going to lead, the, gonna lead the team in rushing. That ain't no boy. Oh, how did you go just take what I just said? And <laughs> no, use I'm, telling, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's going to lead the team in rushing. He's not just oh. going to be the starter. I think he's going to have the he most yards. He gonna have, but, I can uh, see that because the carries, listen, he only had 68 carries, 330 yards. Now, Kent, Kent um, Milton, he had 85 carries for only 592. So, I mean, you give Branson those those extra little carries, 20, 20 more carries, I feel like he'll pass Kent uh, Milton. Well, listen, and that's the thing. I don't, I don't even necessarily think he has to be the starting back to have the most yards because what you said – you can't bring Branson Robinson down. Yeah, like, and, and guess what? There's going to be times where George is killing some of these teams early in the year, and if Branson is technically going into it, the third back, he's going to get some of those carries at the end. You know what he's going to do? He's going to run over some safety from a uh, from a group group of five school and leave him with his cleat marks in his forehead and run down and score a touchdown and get some of those yardage. And then then all those coaches on the sideline will be like, oh. Oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta put this guy in there a little more. And well, they gonna, gonna see that in camp. Yeah, I, I was about to say they gonna find that out early, bro. They gonna, they're gonna know, they're gonna know the competition, bro. The competition is high in camp and spring. Them boys gonna be, they the juice is gonna be flowing. They gonna, hey, they know, they know what time bigger, it is. How do you get any bigger than he is, bro? That boy is like, yeah. yo, mm-hmm. little Jamal Thomas, he, Jamal he Anderson, no, Jamal Anderson, Jamal Thomas. What was his name? For the for yeah, the Jamal, uh, yeah, Jamal Anderson played at Tennessee and then Anderson. played for the Ravens. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was huge. But, but, I mean, he's – dude, he's a freak. 
just like Nick Chubb in terms of physicality. I mean, that that's it. That's exactly who he, he just looks like. Yeah, Chubb. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, but yeah, I think, yeah. uh, I think for sure the running back position. Now, let me, let me give a little preview of a group that I think that's on Georgia's schedule that could be tough to run the football against uh, because they're always no. well coached. Oh, here we they, go again. Which oh, I, already, I already know what you about to say. What was go the ahead. game last season? The first game of the season, you were talking all that junk, and they got smacked up. Oh, it was a different team. Though. It was Florida no, no, versus no. – who was it? it Utah. I said Utah. I, I said Utah, Utah was going to beat Florida last year. I still think Utah is going to beat Florida this year, uh, this ahead, upcoming sorry, year. But, I think the team that's going to be maybe the hardest to run on because of two studs they have in the middle defensively would be Kentucky with De- uh, Deion Walker and Octavius Oxendine coming back. Um, Deion Walker, guys, he's six foot, he's six foot seven, you know, like 350 something pounds. He's huge. I mean, this guy, this guy's monstrous. Georgia recruited him heavily, uh, and he ends up, he ends up going to Kentucky. Octavius Oxendine. He's bigger than Bear? Yeah, no, he's a big dude. He's bigger. He's bigger. Like he's taller. He's six, he's, he's six foot seven, six foot eight carrying, you know, you remember how I said Jordan Davis was like a, uh, uh, a freezer on roller skates going going downhill like that that's what that's what this guy looks like he like blocks out the sun uh when he comes in there and i think kentucky's gonna be really hard to to run on they got talented guys coming up in that system uh, Keyshawn silver is going to be a guy that was highly recruited out there um khalil saunders is another guy at defensive end that that didn't didn't get all the playing time for him, but he's going to kind of step in. So that's one to circle when it comes to the rushing game and wh- wh- who could give problems. Now, also, you have to mention as part of Georgia's rushing game, and we didn't even mention it in the passing game, TK, Georgia's got two tight ends, really yeah, yeah. four if you can, it, but, yeah. but Brock Powers yeah. is basically the best receiver on the team, and him and Oscar Delp are – Oscar Delp, l- literally, if okay. Oscar Delp was on – just about any other roster in college football, he'd be the guy. And hundred percent, bro. It's going to be another fun year. And I had, I had notes on those casts too. Uh, I, I I was my note in my notes. It says I should have talked about this dude first. Um, (laughs) Talking about Brock uh, because he's that dude. But yeah, I mean, Oscar Delp too. Everybody knows about Brock. Everybody knows about Brock. Everybody on this that I ain't, I ain't even got to talk about him. Oscar Delp is special, bro. He, he's another guy. Um, big body that can come in, move people around. Um, and he did, he did that for us in the LSU game. And you saw, you saw, you saw that. Um, so it's going to be another fun year in 12 personnel and 13 personnel, because you, like, as you mentioned, you've got Pierce Sperlin and my guy, Lawson Lucky, you mentioned earlier in the show, I do a little training. I train Lawson Lucky from time to time. The kid is super gifted. He can get in out, in and out of his breaks, like a bank robbery, man, in and out of them things. Um, very special, very special. You know, so he, you know the thing that impresses me about Lawson when I went and saw him in person? That dude, he doesn't just – a lot of tight ends in high school, what are they waiting for? They're waiting for that play action over the middle, get them the rock. Nah. Lawson Lawson blocks his Yeah, tail he, he's a football player, bro. He enjoys the game. He has fun. Um, Todd Hartley uh, is going to have a lot of fun with that kid, bro. He, he He's a, he's a – Genuine, genuine I, kid. I, I, did, did Gilbert leave? Did I miss something? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gilbert, yeah. Gilbert, Gilbert transferred out to Nebraska, but I mean, man, at this point, he so just, him he and was, Washington just took off. Well, Washington's in the NFL. I mean, you know, uh, he's going to be a first round pick. 
<laughs> you know, so he's Washington's gonna be a first oh, round yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah. My fault. Yeah, he was older. My fault. I think it, for it's some gonna reason be, I he, felt like he left. Why did I see that? Well, Gilbert, Gilbert did, but Washington's going to be a first-round pick. Now, listen. In terms of safety matchups, again, you're talking yeah. about you're talking about Missouri and and Kentucky being the better safety matchups that they have. Um, listen, just some of these other defenses that they're going to have to play are going to have to improve a lot. Now, Tennessee, Tennessee will have a little bit better advantage just because they're going to be at home this this game. You know, late in the year up there, but. Man, they got shredded when Georgia played them. Their secondary did. And you have to feel if all things hold true and it looks like, you know, Todd Munkin's coming back and all that kind of stuff uh, in this offense, it doesn't, by that time, whichever guy's the quarterback, it'll be late in the season. And you know that Munkin's going to have lots of tape, TK, on uh, on how to carve up that that Tennessee defense. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing about that I love about Coach Munkin, bro. Week in, week out, he figures out ways to get his guys in special places he figures out ways and holes in defenses and you said it bro versus tennessee bro it, it, guys were just running sky free and it was it was it was pretty it was pretty awesome uh so it's it's i mean that's that's we call those laughers because you just laugh because you know they're gonna be there um so so yeah man i, I definitely foresee by that point in the season uh you know todd munkin to, to be dialing up a few laughers for sure yeah, it better, but I, I, it still goes back to them quarterbacks. I know it'll be late in the season, like you said, Blaine. But yeah, it starts there. Don't think better. we forgot about you, Blaine. Yeah, that, that, I'm going to talk about a quarterback here, but before I do, we'll talk talk a little bit about the offensive line because we talked about running backs and the tight ends, and they're all working together. OL running backs, tight ends in that run game. Um, of course, Georgia is going to be replacing Broderick Jones, who's going to be a first round pick, maybe the first left tackle. First tackle taken overall in the draft. Yeah. Uh, Ernest Green is a guy they're looking at. He's coming off. Uh, he's coming off of some back surgery in, in the mm-hmm. offseason. So we'll see how that's going to go. They've they've got other guys that they could. You know, Warren McClendon is is off to the NFL. Amarius Mims has been playing right tackle. Could Amarius Mims possibly slide over and play left tackle? I mean, he's more comfortable at right. Uh, of course, Tate Ratledge is coming back. Cedric Von Prahn, that that one's huge. He comes back. Uh, that that one's huge. So from center over the right side, the the line is intact. But then you know it's a question of who plays left tackle, who plays left guard. Xavier Truss has started before. Um, guys, guys that you need to keep on keep an eye on. Big body guys like Jared Wilson, Micah Morris, Dylan Fairchild. Dylan Fairchild was one of the best wrestlers the state of georgia's seen in a long time multiple time state champion uh from west forsyth and you know when they got that wrestling background tk them them uh them <laughs> o-line guys they, they they get after you now they put the shenandoah on you you don't even know what's happened like you <laughs> your head and you don't that's, even know what's going on that's like that's like ben jones bro that at that center position being real nasty and you mentioned it uh getting our center back getting uh getting him back is huge because we don't have a guy back there that's ID in the mic, that's making changes. That's gonna be a role that that I think you know he's he's gonna have to play uh, this year. He's gonna have to help Carson out or Brock or whoever it ends up being. He's gonna have to he's gonna have to help him get that line situated. We going right? Nope. Are we going to fifty two? No, we going to fifty four, sir. So so there's there's gonna be some communication early on that we're gonna see probably. 
um, for sure. He is he is a hundred percent a beast. So getting him back is is monstrous. Um, just from a just from a uh, operational standpoint up front. Greg Goose asks, uh, how's Micah Morris coming along? Listen, Micah Morris was extremely talented uh, coming out of uh, South Georgia uh, when he came in, and he's done all he's done is work on his his body, and and he's had a transformation. And listen, I think you'll see Micah Morris uh, pushing for time at one of the guard spots. Of course, Jared Wilson involved as as well. I, another name to to keep an eye on a guy that can swing between center and tackle uh, is Austin Blasky. And Austin Blasky is a guy who, I mean, they've used him as an extra blocker, almost like as a, as a, as a, as a jumbo package tied in and stuff like that throughout the last season at different times. So he, he's a tough, tough nose, hard nosed guy that, that can come in and, and do some things. And then of course, in terms of income and freshman Monroe Freeling, one of the best uh, tackle prospects in the country played in the the uh, All American game, Under Armour All American game at, at the left tackle spot. He's a guy, guys. He's six foot seven, and his I mean, he can tie his shoelaces without bending over. That's how long his arms are. I mean, it's ridiculous. So you know that that kind of guy is who you want at a left tackle position one day. So we'll see see how it ends up. But they'll all be, and we've been saving it for last, okay, quarterback. The quarterback battle, that's what everybody wants to know about. Um, the names that, that you're familiar with, Carson Beck, going to be his fourth year in the system. Rock Vandegrift, and then Gunnar Stockton, okay? Mm-hmm. Here, here's the deal. There's, there's a lot of strong feelings out there. There's three – very divided camps uh, out there in the Georgia I'm, fan base. I'm, I'm everybody's sure, already, man. everybody's already going to their corner and all that kind of stuff. Okay, but man, man alive, I tell you, uh, when you look at Carson Beck, right? When you look at him on the hoof, six foot five, two hundred fifteen right. pounds. When he comes in, I mean, he looks like the prototypical NFL quarterback. That's what he. That's what he looks like. He looks like that guy. And he's got a tremendously strong arm. I think what you're looking at here is this job is Carson Beck's to lose. He's yeah, going to sure. he, he's going to have the 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 burden of of being able to, you know, come in there day one and okay, Carson, show us you can lead because there's been p- times in the past where Carson Beck has had the opportunity back when JT Daniels got hurt uh, in the Clemson game and they were going to, they were going to start another quarterback for UAB. It was supposed to be Carson Beck that they were going to go with, but they got into practice and Todd Munkin said that Stetson Bennett just absolutely ate Carson's lunch during practice that week. And they were just like, we've got to go with, with Stetson Bennett. And he ends up going, going off and throwing like five touchdowns in that game. But man, uh, I think that, I think, you know, Carson is is learned from that. And you saw this year in the past, what what would Kirby and them do when they were in garbage time and a backup quarterback would come in? What 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 used to happen before this rock. year? Yeah, they'd turn around and just <laughs> hand that thing off. Hand that but, thing off here. Yeah, but to your point, every time he come, has come in, the first play, airmail. Every almost Slam. every time. South Carolina game comes in. To your point, who you talked about earlier, Oscar Delp, touchdown, and they were already up like forty points in that in that game. TCU, and, uh, yeah, TCU. Kirby, mm-hmm. Kirby has Kirby has gotten to the point where it's your job to or stop not. us. 
That's what he's. That's what or, he's or thinking. Mine. You know, it's, it's you yeah. versus me. <laughs> yeah, it ain't gonna be kill me. or be kill or be killed. You know what I'm saying? And he's 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 not gonna apologize. Listen, a lot of times, and it's it's totally different concept. But no, Sean, you'll know about this because you played in the wing tee in high school, like I did. Mm-hmm. You played in that, that wing tee offense. You mean L? Wait, what? Listen, <laughs> maybe for a receiver, L. Yeah, we ain't doing what? none of that. Hey, our coach used to say, listen, we used to get up big on people. We used to get up big on people, and they we'd start throwing the ball in garbage time, and he'd say, what do you want us to do, keep running it on you? Because we've been running it on you. <laughs> I feel like that's that would almost be worse for people if Georgia lined up and started just running it uh, when they're up on those big – big deals right there because georgia the advantage that georgia has is up front and just leaning on people yeah but the great thing about what he's what he was doing he's building up that confidence in your player like building that ice in your veins where it's like bro when we need you to go out there and throw one we're gonna need you to go out and throw one so ain't no warming up like Mm. first play you throw that thing yeah (laughs) so so i like that he he's he he kind of you know, instill that in him, like where it's like, bro, we got to go out there and just sling that thing and and don't think about it. You know, no nervous tension going on here. So I like that Kirby did that throughout the season this year for sure. Now a little caveat: I said it's it's Carson Beck's to lose. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that Brock Vandergriff and Gunnar Stockton don't have a shot because Kirby Smart learned. Great. But Kirby Kirby Smart learned that spring game from, from Stetson Bennett that athleticism and mobility are very, very important. And you don't get more athletic than Brock Vandergrift and Gunnar Stockton, uh, you know, famously used his legs a lot uh, in, in high school. Now it was at the double a level. Um, and, and Brock Vandergrift is a faster, is a faster quarterback than Gunnar Stockton. When you talk about straight 40 time, Gunner time clocks in at a low four eight, high four seven. Brock's gonna probably be a low four six guy, uh, you know, over there. So neither one of them are straight line and fast as, as Stetson Bennett was, but they're both good athletes. I, I think you could see Carson Beck line up there and be a, you know, high four eight, you know, low four nine guy, depending on. I mean, he can he can move, but he's not he's not gonna be just totally, uh, you know, running away from people. So that could play a factor into this. But here's the thing. I think cerebrally, Carson Beck is just wave head and shoulders above them. No pun intended. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to operating the offense, I think Brock Vandergrift, from everything I've heard, has made a huge jump from last year to this year in terms of operating the offense. But man, I really think that that Carson Beck, if he if he plays his cards right, he could be in for a big year because TK, you mentioned it. You know, you get in the offensive coordinator back at least that's what all signs are pointing to at this time and it's all kinds of weapons on the perimeter with speed like people don't realize dominant love it he could literally be the most dynamic receiver mm-hmm. that georgia's had since uh a, a miko or a okay or yeah i mean it's funny it's so funny you said that i'll scroll back up i said he he's a different type of receiver. He's I think he's different than anybody that we have on our roster right now because he 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 just moves different. He's a wiggle guy. Um, so yeah, bro, I, I think that that he Dominic Lovett is that special. And to that point, gotta show me. Yeah, of he course. Did, you, he did that. You, 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 you definitely gotta show me. Uh, talk about 
those, you talk about those Zapatos, Tyler Brennan saying Beck would be in there for the Heisman Heisman finalist. Sir, you saying something there. I ain't going to go. Right. I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say nothing like that. But, Blaine, he does have a lot of weapons out there. Dominic Lovitz, yeah. Lovitz, one of them. And then I think his biggest weapon you mentioned is Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin is his biggest weapon, bro. Mm-hmm. Todd Munkin is his biggest weapon. He's gonna put him in the in the right positions, bro. And if oh, he and I, if he is, and this is the only thing that scared me. I I just don't want him to be a statue back there. Like I just don't yeah. want him to be, because you can't can you can't be like that in our league, bro. It's too like much too much shit coming off the edge, bro. Well, he's not like a JT. I think you've seen in spring games and when he's been in there at other times, he's got a willingness to pull the ball down and run, and he can he can. You know, listen. You could time. You could have time JT Daniels with a sundial going out there. Like it, it wasn't. You know, it, it <laughs> but, just wasn't good. But it, but it ain't just. It ain't just like, you know. It's it's, it's you got to be able to escape the pocket, just, ex- extend the play. Like you have to be able to do that now, bro. If you have to, no, no doubt, no doubt, because uh, so many exotic. Now, listen. That's one one area where Tennessee's going to try to. If they could have Stetson Bennett shut it down early because they they went all out blitz down there by the goal line and old Stetquavius you know made the dude, first dude miss and then gave gave him the, the call me to the to the Tennessee fans after they'd been blowing him up all night when he hit the pylon and then all of a sudden those exotic blitzes that Tennessee's known for bringing they didn't they weren't coming anymore because you can't blitz what you can't hit you know what I'm saying so uh, you know uh, so that kind of changed that now I think up there in Knoxville first time you know, road starter in, th- in that caliber of a game, uh, that could be tough for w- whichever quarterback's out there. But I do see your point with crushing back. Also, one last thing on Dominant Lovett. With Kenny Mack being gone, y'all see y'all see Munkin lining up Don- Dominant Lovett in the backfield a little bit? I know. I, they, no. I mean, Mizzou did that a, a few times. Yeah. Mizzou did that a few back, times, bro. My backs better yeah. step up. Mizzou, be- hey, shit. Hey, they up. better. They better get the stepping in. Hey, they better get on that jugs machine, boy. Because, look. No, I like boy. the creativity of putting it back there for sure. Bro. No, no hey, hey, take, listen. Take if we can get it done, if we can take a snap. You remember Dexter McCluster? Get jiggy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. look, uh, look for the 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 Chiefs. Uh, who's the who's the running back for the Chiefs? Uh, Jet McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon. McKinnon. Uh, they, they use McKinnon right. that way a lot too. So, yeah, yeah out here. You you heard what I said. We we do it all. Okay. No, nah, it. Listen, guys. The Georgia twenty twenty three offense is going to listen. It shouldn't be slowing down a whole lot. They were they were one of the top uh, offenses in the country. Um, you know, and I don't think that it's going to fall off too much. Now, listen, listen, it's it's different when you got to replace a uh, Heisman Trophy final. Well, that's what okay. I'm saying. Like, come on, you say it ain't going to fall off much, but it ain't going to be these 40 point wins and all these spreads. Oh, well, it oh, could be early. Plus, it, could be early. it could be early. It could be early because they face UC Martin and then South Carolina at home. Now I think South okay, Carolina okay. is a team South. is a team that is that you you gotta you just gotta always get you know get up for mentally because of what that that means and everything. Yeah, you never but, know what you're gonna get with them. Just but the, the problem for South Carolina is they just lost their two corners that were like island guys. You know, you know, shut down. One's gonna be highly drafted. Uh, the other one had been there for for a long time. They had some some untimely portal exodus over there with Jaheim Bell and uh, and um, Marshawn Lloyd at on the offensive side. So 
they're going to have their their work cut out for them as well. But Georgia's real first challenge, I think, um, I think you know, defensively, the team it beat, beat Kentucky at home on October seventh. That that'll kind of be the the first one because Kentucky always plays Georgia tough. Even last year, Kentucky wasn't very good. They played Georgia tough as nails. That's just how. Bro, that's just how it, this schedule is kind of weak, though. Wait, I'm nah, it's, it's, ca- it's it's very cake dude. It, it can, I mean, yeah, you, you got to look at the old misses. Yeah, okay, I get it. But, I mean, come on. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be a, a fun time. And listen, between now and then, we're gonna be breaking all these huh. things down, and we're going to. And hey, Eric, I wasn't talking about Kentucky's offense. I was talking about Kentucky's defense. But Kentucky's offense, we'll be talking about that next week when we talk about Georgia's defense. It's changed <laughs> a little. Yeah, Devin Leary, let's yeah. let's switch a Changed a lot over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit different. But uh, listen, guys, we appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, there's bunch of people in here right now hit that like button uh subscribe it's it's absolutely free we appreciate you guys coming in we're gonna have a tk's working on us a, a little guest we won't disclose who it is but we're working on a guest mm-hmm. that you'll like for uh for next week and uh so tune in with us and guys anything you want to anything you want to depart leave with the the fans before we depart here uh no, nah, I'm good, man. You guys have an awesome week. Awesome week. Have a great week. No, Sean, what, uh, you happy to be over here on UGA Sports, rocking it out, talking Georgia ball? Hanging, baby. Hanging, baby. We're going to be doing a lot more, man. Can't wait for it. Uh, I didn't forget about them gifts. Even I was the about prizes. to say, We're giving out prizes. <laughs> We're giving out some prizes. I mean, got to give something else to some followers because we appreciate the love ask, for sure. Ask them what they want. What y'all want? Now, hold on now. <laughs> they can't do that. Maybe let me get a house. Yeah, you can go get one. I'll <laughs> sell you one. <laughs> but now we got the gifts coming for sure. So stay tuned. Listen for Tavares King, no Sean Marino. I'm Blaine Gilmer. This has been Georgia Players section on UGA Sports.com. And we will catch you guys next week, Wednesday night, 8:30, live. Gonna have a special guest for you. Tune in. The best in this sport. Whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going.